Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And we are talking to the former ambassador from Israel to the U.N., Ambassador Danny Danan. Uh, Ambassador, it's great to have you back. Uh, there's so much we want to ask. Obviously, huge news that now Israel is agreeing to four-hour pauses. It looks like a daily pause. We've been hearing all the headlines from that the president wanted of United States wanted a three-day pause. Uh, what happened here? Lots of pressure. Well, I, I'm not sure that it's such a great news. Uh, what we are doing, we are fighting evil, we are fighting Hamas. Uh, at the same time, we're trying to minimize the, the casualties to the civilians. Uh, so we are encouraging the population to move out, to move south. And so far, about 90% already left in northern Gaza. And we will continue to, to encourage the population and to allow them. So every day we're going to have a corridor of uh, four hours where the residents of Gaza uh, will be able to to move out. We will uh, guard them because Hamas is targeting those who want to live. And we will provide them a corridor where they can move south, uh, go to the southern part of Gaza where they will uh, meet the representatives of different NGOs who will supply them with uh, their necessities. So we are not posing. We are not having a ceasefire. We are determined to fight Hamas until we eradicate Hamas. We haven't forgotten the atrocities. We haven't forgotten the, the hostages. We're talking about babies who are for more than a month are in tunnels, including nine months a year old baby. So we are still in a war. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the question. A lot of people are saying, because you're right there, um, right inside the tunnels. The video came out a few hours ago where they were in the tunnels and you've gotten it's uh, more than 100 targets there. Do you feel uh, is there frustration that there's even a four hour pause when you've Hello? obviously you've got a brave mission ahead? Can you hear us, Mr. Ambassador? Can you hear us, Mr. Ambassador? He's going to call us back. But it's interesting. You know, you heard what he just said, that uh, it's not a ceasefire. They're very clear. Of course, the president uh, wanted a three-day pause. It seems like he would like a ceasefire. Oh, here he is. We've got the ambassador back. Ambassador Danan, uh, can you hear us? I know you're there in Israel, so uh, we appreciate it. We don't hear him. Uh, we're trying to get that back. Needless to say, they're in the middle of everything going on there. But, Ed, it's interesting, the parse, the wor- verbiage coming. Uh, it, it is. It, it, it's only four hours. And it gets out a lot of civilians. They can get out. Also, it permits some of the Hamas people to be able to surrender. Well, there's a lot of controversy around. There's a lot of controversy around that uh, uh, President Biden is trying to force them, force them to cooperate and not 
on those four hours. What's the president? And, 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 uh, is he threatening to take away the aircraft carrier or what? Yeah, that's what Money. you wonder. I mean, that's we, what we, you wonder. We're giving him $14 billion. We passed that bill in the House of Representatives last week. And I thought Hamas wasn't letting people leave for a long time. So I'd be interesting to see, uh, if Hamas tries to stop them. And I mean, we need to eradicate that, that organization. Thousand percent. Uh, that was Congressman Moody. Nice. And, uh, anybody else have any comments? Judge Weinberger. I'll tell you what's upsetting to me. We've had over 40 attacks against U.S. military installations in the Mideast by Iran and Iran surrogates, and we have not responded in anything other than a joke. They're bombing empty weapons catches. When are they going to take this seriously? The danger is if they don't respond forcibly now, the war is really going to escalate. It's going to become a, a worse war if they fail to act responsibly. And so far, this administration has failed to act. Yeah, and they have just been, to John's point, I think so uh, light and also pushing behind the scenes. We, I understand we have the ambassador back on again. We're going to try again. Obviously, he's right there in the middle of Israel, so we're glad that uh, we can even get you. Ambassador, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, great. We were just saying, you know, because you have had uh, just obviously a lot of success getting into Gaza, is there a concern, even if it's just a four-hour pause, uh, it seemed that Israel didn't want any pause, understandably, because they want to eradicate these horrible terrorists. Uh, is there a frustration that there's even a pause? Well, we have to understand that uh, every pause or a ceasefire is a threat to our troops. It will allow Hamas to regroup, to find out where the soldiers are positioned, and it will mean that uh, there will be more casualties to our forces. So that's why we are doing our best to allow the population to move south. But we should not allow Hamas to, to regroup, to, to get supply and, and weapons to the tunnels. Uh, we know it's going to be a, a long uh, war, so we don't need to give any resupply to the Hamas. We have to fight until we win. Ed Cox? Yes, uh, and... What advantage can the IDF take of this pause? Can they move into better positions? There's a chance for Hamas uh, people who want to surrender to surrender? Absolutely not. We have no advantage of such kind of pauses. Uh, on the contrary, uh, uh, as I mentioned, you know, today the people in the area where we maneuver, you don't have a... You have many Hamas that are not fighting with us. We have to make it clear. They are cowards. When they came to butcher the families in Israel, to kill women and children, to rape innocent girls, they were brave. But now when we are inside, they are not even fighting our troops. They are hiding uh, like cowards. So I, I think they will take advantage of the ceasefire in order to move to different locations and, and to hide for our forces. So how much, uh, Mr. Ambassador, was this pressure from the United States or others? Well, there is pressure, you know, and people speak about humanitarian needs. But what about our humanitarian needs? What about the kidnapped Israelis in hostage? So I think we should understand that we are fighting for our life, not only for Jews in Israel. We have seen the pictures from universities in the U.S. as we speak, the terror attack in Montreal in France, in the UK. So, you know, it's, it's about the, 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 the Jewish existence. We realize that. And that's why we have to make sure that we send a message to all of our enemies. We are here to stay. We are capable of fighting back. 
and Hamas will be eradicated. It will be a lesson to the people in Lebanon, to the people who are, who are uh, promoting anti-Semitism in the U.S., to all of those who are supporting evil. And uh, we are talking to former Ambassador Danny Danan from Israel and uh, former Governor David Patterson. You have a question. Mr. Ambassador, I have a fear about this pause in the sense that I think that it would favor Hamas, who might get a chance to kind of uh, reassess their situation as opposed to uh, just continuing to wipe them out, which what you've been doing so far. It's kind of like when you're doing something and it works, keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely, Governor. Uh, you're absolutely right. I, I think it, we shouldn't give a reward to terrorists. And when you speak about humanitarian, we have to realize that there is a humanitarian support for the people who moved to southern Gaza. So basically, the terrorists who committed those horrible atrocities against us, now they want some time to get uh, regrouped. Imagine that you fight, you fought Al-Qaeda, and Al-Qaeda would have told you, listen, we need some more time to, to build our forces and to get ready for your Marines coming after us. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. And uh, Congressman Alex Mooney of the great state of West Virginia has a question for you, Ambassador. Hello, Ambassador. So the question has been commented, but I think the point is Israel needs to be free to do what it needs to do to fight its own war. It doesn't need the United States of America or any other country telling Israel how to fight a war or politicizing it. And and if you know if you want to pause, you can pause. If you want to, uh, if you don't think that's the best thing to do, that shouldn't be dictated by another country. So that that's kind of the the issue with with Israel and other countries. Let let, let Israel make their decisions. Yeah, I agree. And, and also uh, to your point, Congressman, and also to the ambassador's point, I think of the comment that came from one of the brothers of the Israeli hostages the other day. He was on Capitol Hill. And he said, basically, you better hope that Israel uh, eliminates Hamas because they're coming for America next. That's a scary premise. Let me ask one silly question. And the the two million Palestinians in Palestine or in uh, in Gaza, uh, the two million Palestinians, are they upset about Hamas or they're still supporting Hamas? So I think the majority of them are upset uh, by Hamas. They're, they're seeing, you know, the damages. They are captured by Hamas. You know, they never had proper elections there since uh, 2017. So um, I assume that they would prefer to have a better future. And I think once we finish with Hamas, it would also allow the people of Gaza to, to have better lives. So it's not also only a fight for Israel. It's also a fight for the future of the people in Gaza. And I would expect the international community to understand that. It's about time that Hamas will not be there if they really care about the people in Gaza, all those now who are demonstrating in Cornell University, in Syracuse, in Albany, calling against Israel, not, they don't really care about the people in Gaza. They just care about spreading hate against Jews, against Israel. Ambassador, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again, sir. The other problem is, which people are not talking about, and these young kids in universities who are protesting, missing the point. First, it's going to be the Jews, but... If you look at the doctrines of the Muslim Brotherhood, and Hamas is one of the people associated with the Muslim Brotherhood, it's not just the Jews. They'll go after the Christians and the Buddhists and the Hindus next. What they want to do is have a hegemonic religion, absolute control over free thought and religion. So the Christian community is next. I don't know why they think it's just a Jewish question. Absolutely. You know, we, we, we heard of Hamas radicals. What they say about the U.S. and Western civilization, 
we happened to be in the front line. So they broke the fence and they killed our families. But they make no mistake, you know, once they will have their capabilities, they will attack uh, Europe, they will attack the U.S. And we saw what happened in 9-11. You know, they brought from the Middle East, they brought the evilness to, to the street of New York. Ambassador, uh, one additional thing. Who is the evil one in uh, Iran who who paid those Hamas people to come and attack? In your opinion? It's not... It's not one person. It's the entire uh, regime in Tehran. They export the, the radical ideas. They are spending billions of U.S. dollars every year uh, on uh, destabilizing the region. They send rockets and technology to Hezbollah in Lebanon, to different militias groups in Syria and Iraq and Yemen, but also to Hamas. And we can tell you for sure that the people who attacked us on October 7th, some of them were trained in Tehran. So that's what they are doing, exporting yes, uh, radical terrorism. ideas. Yes, and and and, and I understand they paid ten thousand Hamas's ten thousand ten thousand dollars a piece in cash or whatever, and uh, that's the people. So the ten thousand Hamas people attacked Israel, made Israel miserable, and in in and it also made uh, Palestine or, or Gaza miserable. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why so you know Iran, now we're dealing Iran, with Hamas. Iran but, is the real enemy in here, and and uh, somebody should take care of Iran. Yeah, but we're still uh, with all the money going towards the oil money. I mean, nothing's well, changed giving, with that, John. We're giving Iran the money because now President Biden is allowing him to to do three and a half million barrels a day at a at ninety a hundred dollars a barrel. That's two billion dollars a week. We're giving Iran every week. Well, that's what's so crazy. To John's point, the ambassador, they are still flush with money. How else are they buying the weapons, doing all these things? I mean, it's crazy, ambassador. There's so many people here in America are saying, enough, put your foot down with Iran. That's the answer. You know, now we are dealing with the proxies, but it's like a chess game. You know, they're sending the soldiers to fight us. But at the end of the day, you have to strike the king and the queen. And when you want to win, well, you got to go. Like, uh, Ambassador, Iran. my opinion, you got to go into Iran. Somebody has to, whether it's the Mossad, whether it's the CIA, and kill those guys because when we when we got rid of Bin Laden uh, ten years ago, whenever it was, we had peace for ten years. My opinion, I, I agree. And when you wherever you you see instability and violence, you can find the fingerprint of uh, Iranian money in the region. You know, the grenades, yeah. the RPGs, the drones, everything was paid by money that came from Iran. Ambassador, I miss you in New York. When you get here, I look forward to seeing you. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank, Thank you, you, Ambassador.